What's up, guys? Welcome back to the podcast. I am so excited to bring you this week's episode because after all of the amazing feedback that I got from you from the Abundance Workshop, I decided to pull some clips, the majority of the workshop actually, and post it as a podcast episode for anybody that may have missed it or anyone who just wants to go back and experience some of the downloads and information and tips and mindset hacks and all of the things that we unleashed on the Lionsgate Abundance Activation Workshop. So I just want to preface and let you guys know that the interactive parts of the workshop have been removed. So the meditation, the actual Abundance Activation meditation that we did, the journaling section where I kind of leave you guys a lot of time to write and journal and also the EFT tapping for money and manifestation that we did at the end. All those parts have been removed just for it to make more sense for the context of the podcast. Um, But also please know if you are a current or past member of From Burnt Out to Badass, you will have access to the tapping and the abundance activation visualization because I like to keep all of those things inside of the meditation library that is stored inside of From Burnt Out to Badass. And once you become a member of that program, you have lifetime access. So if you want to go back and experience the magic of that activation again, there were so many people that had amazing um, experiences in that activation. People said they were, they felt their body vibrating, like they were releasing so much. They could see their visions more clearly than ever. They really, really felt the power of it. So I'm excited to offer that to everybody who is and has been inside of the program, um, to have that visualization on hand forevermore, whenever you want it, whenever you want to activate that feeling and frequency of abundance again. And speaking of the program, I do just want to quickly remind you guys, that it is still open from Burnt Out to Badass 7.0. This is the last round of 2021. It's still open for another five days by the time you're listening to this. So the doors officially close on Tuesday, August 24th for this round. At the time of recording this, we're already more than 50% of the way full. So if you're listening to this and if by some chance there are still spots left and you feel called and you want to work with me and get inside of this coaching program with me for the next three months, now is the time. Seriously, don't wait. It's filling up really fast this time, which is such a blessing. And I am so, so, so excited to dive in with these women who have taken the risk and committed and invested in themselves. I cannot wait to see their transformation transformations and I would love to have you inside. If you are newer around here and you don't know what the hype is and what From Burnt Out to Badass is at all, I'm going to leave the link below in the show notes. You can click on that. It'll take you to my website and you can read all about the program, the hundreds of women who have changed their lives inside of this program, their relationships, their careers, their bank accounts, so many beautiful transformations and testimonials. And you can find all the info and details about the program and also the links to sign up and snag your spot. So that's my little spiel. I don't want to make this intro too long because there's a lot of juicy goodness inside of the clips from this workshop and I want you to dive right in. So we're going to leave it there. I'm sending you guys so much love and enjoy the replay of the Abundance Activation Workshop. Welcome to the Make Shift Happen podcast. I'm your host, Samantha Daly, entrepreneur, life coach, and your no BS bestie, here to bring you all things mindset, manifestation, and personal development. This podcast is designed to help you expand your mind and up-level your life. So turn the volume up and roll the windows down if you're coming along for the ride. Let's go make shift happen. Okay, so let's talk about abundance, right? Because that's why we are all here. It's important that we start to define and figure out what abundance means for you. Okay. So I have this quote over here from Ramit Sethi. He wrote the book. uh, I will teach you to be rich if you've ever read it. Um, and he says a rich life can be picking up your kids every day from school or buying a $1,000 cashmere sweater. It can be buying a round of drinks for your friends or traveling for eight weeks per year. You decide because your rich life is yours. 
And so this is a really good example of figuring out what abundance means to you and also understanding that your idea, your concept of abundance is going to evolve with you as you evolve and move through your life, right? So abundance for you right now may not be traveling for eight weeks of the year or buying the thousand dollar cashmere sweater, but it may be buying the round of drinks for your friends, right? There may be other things that you're like, yes, like that makes me feel abundant. That's a part of my abundance. And so if we don't know what abundance means to us, it's really hard for us to start asking the universe or praying or working towards this idea of abundance when we don't actually know what that means. We just have this idea in our minds, this frivolous, flimsy idea of more money. Like, okay, great. That's not a fucking goal, right? Like what, what does that mean? Yeah. So when I asked you guys in the Facebook group, what you are manifesting, a lot of people said financial freedom. A lot of people said abundance. Um, but like, we got to dig a little bit deeper than that, right? We have to understand what that means on a more concrete level to you. Everybody wants more abundance. Everybody wants financial freedom right? But they don't actually know how to articulate what it means to them personally, because my definition of financial freedom is probably different than yours and the next person's and the next person's, right? So that's what I want to encourage you guys to start to think about today is what does abundance actually mean to you? And this is this part of the manifestation process, right? If you follow my work, if you know my five key parts of manifestation, we have clarity, vibration, embodiment, action, and trust. And we're not going to go over all of them today, but this is hitting on that clarity piece and understanding that it's up to you to figure out what abundance means to you on a nitty gritty specific basis. And we're going to dive into that a little bit today to help you start to do that work. Um, and understanding also, I get this question a lot about clarity. What if I don't know what job I want, right? What if I don't know the exact role that I want to have or the exact amount of salary that I want to be earning or, you know, the place where I want to live or, you know, I don't know all these details about the partner that I'm calling in or whatever. Clarity doesn't always have to be like specific people or places or numbers or details, but it can also be the feeling. Yeah. So understanding that if you're lacking clarity, you can always create clarity by knowing how you want to feel. Because ultimately we always, all of us know how we want to feel in the future, right? We're like, oh, I want to feel this way in the relationship, or I want to feel this way about my money situation or my bank account. I want to feel this way in my job and in my work. I, I want, this is how I want it to feel when I wake up in the morning, when I walk into the office or when I start working or when I'm talking with clients or whatever, right? It's like, we can pull out how we want those things to feel and start to build clarity when there may be a lack of it in terms of like actual nitty gritty details. So just wanted to throw that out there as an option for everybody as well to keep in mind. So you no longer have this excuse of, I don't know what I want. <laughs> how do I get clarity? <laughs> That's how you do it. So let's go ahead and let's, let's start doing that. Let's start doing some of that work. Let's get clear. So grab your notebook and I just want you to play around with these little simple prompts of thinking about what would make you feel abundant. So paying for blank without checking the price, like just think of something that comes to your mind, allow your intuition to lead. Don't overthink it or force it or manipulate it. Like whatever's coming through for you is coming through for a reason. So paying for blank without checking the price. Treating myself to blank. What would make you feel really abundant? Treating yourself to blank. Being able to blank. Whatever comes through for you. Again, we're in this space of really heightened intuition right now. So this is a good opportunity for you to just sit and trust the answers that are coming through for you without trying to change them. And if anybody uh, wants to share in the chat, I'd love to know what's coming up for you all with these. So paying for blank without checking the price, treating myself to blank, being able to blank, and investing in blank. Mm, being able to be home for my children. 
treating myself to the medical support I need, being able to work from anywhere in the world, paying for food. There, there's so many, I can't <laughs> keep scrolling. Um, treating myself to the trips I want, being able to pay off my parents' debt, being able to buy luxurious skincare and makeup without checking the price, being able to spontaneously book a trip, paying for my new car without checking the price, investing in myself, investing in education, investing in creating memories, being able to live on my own with no money worries, treating myself to massages. I love that. Paying for gifts without checking the price, paying for a nice date night without checking the price, moving out of my parents' house, treating myself to rest, investing in one-on-one coaching, Amazing. Okay. So see how we've gotten some specific examples of what abundance means to you just with these, these few prompts. So let's do a little vision casting now. So let's take a second to close our eyes before we begin this and just allowing like the energy in the body to settle here for a second and imagining that it's August 8th. 2022, the sun has come full circle and we find ourselves in the lion's gate once again. And just thinking about what is this version of your life like in your next level abundant self? It's 8-8. 2022, where are you? What are you doing? What have you cultivated? What goals have you accomplished? What does life look like? And when you're ready, you can slowly just begin to open your eyes and start to put pen to paper and write that vision down right now. What does life look like a year from now? on a more abundant level as you've stepped into the next level version of yourself? What are you creating? How are you feeling? Maybe even thinking about what your bank account looks like. What's a number that comes to your mind? And we're just gonna take our time here for a few minutes to write out this next level abundant life in detail and do some vision casting. Okay, so one thing that I want everyone to remember, which is kind of what what I talked about in terms of the clarity piece, right? And, And how feelings can become our sense of clarity. But remembering that abundance is not really an amount, yeah? Abundance is so much more than just money in general. But I mean, everybody wants more money, right? (laughs) Like if you said you didn't want more money, I just, I wouldn't believe you. Um, so like, obviously we're, when we, when we think about abundance, most of us are thinking about money. And so remembering that abundance is not an amount. It's a feeling, right? Because at every new stage of your life, at every new level, different things are going to make you feel abundant, right? Different amounts are going to seem natural to you or crazy to you, right? Think about when you were younger, you know, like abundance may have been your grandma giving you a birthday card with $50 in it, right? And now you're like $50, can't even buy like a third of my groceries for the week with that. (laughs) So it's, it's, it's going to be different. It's going to change. It's going to evolve. Abundance is never a specific amount. It's the feeling. So that's what I want you to pay attention to and allow that to be the guide towards cultivating abundance and understanding how to attract more of it is getting in the feeling of abundance, right? It's not setting this goal of like, I want to make a hundred thousand dollars and then push, 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 force, 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 force to try and get that. And I'm not abundant until I get that, right? No, 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 no. It's the feeling of abundance, which you've already written down some ways or things that might make you feel abundant, but I'm sure you can come up with some other small ones, right? Of 
what exists for you now in your current reality without changing anything else that already makes you feel abundant? What are the things in your day-to-day life as of right now, as of today, that make you feel abundant when you do them? And I'd love for you guys to drop some of these in the chat so that we can spread just some ideas and concepts and things to everybody else that's on this call with us about how we can get into the feeling of abundance. So what makes you feel abundant? What makes you feel joyful, happy in your best energy? Like everything is working out. Everything's fine. I have so much of blank, right? Um, freedom with your time, a cup of tea. Yeah. Like even something as simple as that is like, if you love to have like a morning cup of tea, like on your balcony or on your porch and like watching the sunrise in the silence. And you're just like, wow, this is like one of those moments where I'm like, holy shit, life is so beautiful. Right. Bang. That's a feeling of abundance. Yeah. So do that more, right? Make that a priority. It's like, what are the things that are going to make you feel that energy and how can you prioritize those or cultivate more of those moments in your day-to-day life right now as is, because when you feel abundant, you attract more abundance. Yeah. Going to the beach, taking a hot bath, walking in nature, yoga class, sunset walks, your relationship, Stepping into the fresh air at the start of the day, beautiful camping trips, working out, planning your day how you want to, painting, watering your plants, after a spin class, having a clean space, walking in the sun with no time limit, reading, gardening, being present in the moment, dancing to music in the shower, yeah, joyous moments with my friends having money in my bank account, having space and time for me in my day, stretching, yes, swimming in the ocean, having the morning to myself, the city that I live in, self-care at night, driving around blasting music, yeah, driving around with the windows down, totally. Like, that's the vibe, right? Those are the moments where you're like, I fucking love life, right? That is the abundance, yeah? So let's connect with that. Let's prioritize that. Let's figure out a way to get more of that into our space and into our life. We so often think that these things are just occasional. They're just optional. They're just for fun. They're just, oh, that was a beautiful moment. But like, how can you cultivate more beautiful moments? Yeah. If you really took the time to sit down with yourself and think about how you could make more moments in your life a vibe you would be in this feeling of loving life and feeling abundant a lot more often. And that's what's going to start to get the wheels in motion really powerfully for you in terms of vibrating at the same level as the things that you want to attract. So make your life a vibe, right? Not every moment is going to be a vibe, okay? (laughs) But we can be intentional about creating more vibey moments, yeah? like romanticizing your life, right? That was like a TikTok trend. Like you have to start romanticizing your life. Yeah. What are the simple little mundane things that you do that you're actually like, this is so nice. I love this. This makes me feel in a really great energy. So that's a really, really important facet of being a magnet and being able to attract abundance, understanding that it's not an amount. It's not you pushing really hard towards a certain goal. It's you getting in the feeling of loving the shit out of your life and remembering that manifesting abundance isn't done through the vision board, the journaling prompt, the meditation, or anything that you're really like doing, right? This is the concept I've been talking about a lot lately. You may have heard it on the podcast. I also mentioned it in one of my last master classes because they just think it's so important. We keep thinking that we need to do, 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 right? Do more rituals, do more meditations, do more vision board, spend more time visualizing, do more of this, 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 this. If you've ever felt that pressure, uh, like, raise your hand. If you've ever been like, I need to be doing more. Like I should be, I should journal more. I should be meditating more. I should be doing all these things and utilizing all these tools more. It's like, it's fucking exhausting. Like, no, you don't need to actually do more. Okay. Because doing more, if you were to force yourself to do more, you'd probably be coming from an energy that's not an abundant energy. It's an energy of lack because you believe that you're not going to get what you want until you do more, until you become different. 
Yeah. Until you become enough or you do enough. So doing more is not going to fix your problem. It's not going to make your manifestations come true. If you feel like, oh, I should be doing more, I should be doing more, I should be doing more, stop. And remember that the number one determiner of your level of magnetism is always, always, always your personal energy. So going back to everything that we just said, how do I get into the feeling of abundance? What makes me romanticize my life? How do I create these vibey moments throughout my day? Do that more. Yeah. Be in the feeling of abundance more rather than thinking you have to do all of these things. Yeah. Because manifestation is not something that you quote unquote do. Yeah. It's who you are. Who you are is the thing that attracts the manifestations and brings them into reality, brings them into fruition, right? It's not, let me sit down and manifest my life. No, <laughs> it's who you are that's bringing those things towards you. Your vibration, your energy is becoming a match for the things that you want and it's drawing them in. It's a way of being. So remembering and thinking about and questioning for yourself, who am I practicing to be? right? Not when I sit down to journal or when I show up to this workshop and I'm like, yay, I'm ready to manifest and attract abundance. Like, okay, we can all do that. But who are you practicing to be when nobody's watching? When you're in the regular mundane moments of your day, when the alarm goes off, when you wake up, when you're choosing what to eat, when you're moving throughout your day, when somebody triggers you, when you run into an asshole, when you have to have a hard conversation, like who are you practicing to be in all of the moments of your life, not just in the moments where you're utilizing manifestation tools. Yeah. I hope that's making sense. How are you managing your energy? How are you moving through your life? Yeah. What, how are you working through your subconscious beliefs? And the most important question that I have here at the end is how can you start being an embodiment of the abundance that you desire rather than simply chasing it. Which again, just brings us back to the feeling of abundance, creating those moments, being in the energy, right? If not, we're simply just chasing the abundance. We're in the energy of lack because we're thinking I have to do this and be this way in order to get this thing so that I can feel happy, so that I can feel abundant. Lack energy. Yeah, we're detached from the goal. It feels separate from us. It feels far away. It feels like our happiness and our joy and our up levels and whatever else you want to say is dependent on us getting this thing. That's lack. Yeah, that's believing that you are not full and complete and whole and abundant without those things. And you are. And the way that you become an embodiment of that and you really step into your knowing of that is by cultivating those moments of joy and abundance in your day-to-day -day life, using where you are and what you have right now to feel like your life is on fire, to feel like you love what's going on for you. And you may not love every part of your life and that's okay, but there's always something, there's always something that we can do. You mentioned a lot of really great examples in the chat here. There's always something that we can do to bring us back to that energy, to connect us to our heart, to feel like life is working for us, to feel like there's beauty, to feel like there's joy. And that's the most important part. Yes, Capiche, are we all on the same page? Cool. Okay. So in order to attract an abundant life, you must become an abundant being, right? That's what we've been saying. What are the things that hold us back from this? Our belief systems, our personal vibration, how we relate to money, our daily routines or lack thereof, right? Our boundaries or lack thereof, yeah? The people in our lives, um, how we approach our dreams, either too forcefully or too timid, um, and even like this lack of trust and ability to surrender, which we're going to talk about in a moment. So I want to ask this question of, is your foot on the gas and the brake? The gas is this action, right? It's this masculine energy. It's this, this feeling that we've been talking about of wanting to do more things, right? I got to do this. I got to do this. I should do this more. I should be doing this. Yeah. 
go, 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 doing all the things, putting in the action. You've got that masculine energy going. But then the break is these abundance blockers. And we'll talk about what the abundance blockers are. But many of us are on the gas. We're like, I'm doing the things. I'm taking bold action. I'm <laughs> applying for jobs or I'm asking for a raise or I'm doing whatever. But at the same time, we're like on the break. And if you know how to drive a car, you can't be on the gas and the brake at the same time. You ain't going to go nowhere, right? So what are the abundance blockers? This is just like a quick little snapshot look at what some of them may be. Are there more? Of course. But abundance blockers, feelings of unworthiness, lack of trust in the universe, procrastination or lack of action, playing small with your dreams, oh, it's just this little thing. It's just this side hustle. Um, yeah. Mm -hmm. Like really not claiming what it is that you actually want to do and create. Comparison, feeling like you're not good enough because you see other people doing similar things on a bigger scale or people who have more experience and you know that sends you into imposter syndrome, resentment or jealousy when you see other people that have what you want or what you're desiring and you're like, fuck, <laughs> I want that. <laughs> that must be nice, right? Um, limiting money beliefs, not enjoying your day-to-day -day life, just being on autopilot, moving through your days and, you know, feeling like things are happening to you and you can't escape this version of your reality that's not fully what you want yet. And lack of boundaries, yeah? Not protecting your energy, not honoring your needs, not um, giving yourself space when you need it or, um, letting people go from your life that maybe don't deserve to be there or are draining to you. Yeah. These are all abundance blockers. So if you resonate with any of these things, you are probably, you have your foot to some degree on the break. Yeah. And so we really, really want to start to lift our foot off of the break, which is why doing this work doing this personal development work, this spiritual work is so important because these are the things that are going to help you start to break through these abundance blockers and really clear them from your space. The next question is, are you potentially all out of fuel, right? So the first question was, are you stepping on the gas and the brake at the same time, right? But maybe you're, maybe you're on the gas, but you're just all out of fuel. And so the fuel is this energy of trust. It's believing that the things that you desire are available to you, believing that they're on their way to you, knowing in your being that it's happening, right? I've talked about this before and I don't, I don't know why, but ever since I was a little girl, I always just like, for some reason knew that I was gonna be a millionaire. I was like, I'm gonna make a ton of money and I'm gonna be a millionaire thank God. Like that's a great belief to have. I don't know where I got it from or who gave me the confidence to just be like, I'm probably going to be a millionaire, but I really did think that I was going to be a millionaire. Right. But there's a lot of people that don't feel that way. Rightfully so, because there's a lot of people in the world that will tell you that you can't, or you won't, or how are you going to do that? Right. So if we don't believe in the vision of the things that we want to create, then we're lacking fuel, right? We're driving the car on empty. We don't have the trust and we don't have this feminine energy that fuels the whole journey. So with low fuel, no matter how hard you step on the gas, you're only going to get so far. Not that you won't get nowhere, but you're only gonna get so far, right? It's not gonna take you all the way to the destination. So most people are going to fall into one of two categories with things that we've been talking about. Number one is I feel like I'm doing a lot of things. I'm taking a lot of action. I'm trying really hard, but uh, it's still not happening. Yeah. If that's you pay attention, what you're missing is this divine feminine energy. So you're very in your masculine of being willing to take action and do things, but you may be missing some of this divine feminine energy of being in the present moment, prioritizing your pleasure, connecting to your intuition and trusting yourself, being receiving of love and miracles and compliments and gifts. Yeah. Being able to be vulnerable 
creating deep connections with people in your life through emotions and words, um, being flexible in your schedule and in other areas of your life and allowing things to just sort of flow, being flexible also with your goals and your timelines <laughs> of like not being like, I have to get this by this day, or I have to be married by this age, or I want to have kids by this age and it's not happening, right? that's where the feminine energy comes in of allowing you to be flexible. Because if you really trusted, if you really believed, I know that my desires are on their way to me, you wouldn't need to be obsessing over the timeline or the date or the deadline. Yeah, because you would know it was coming in divine timing because you would be trusting it, right? So surrendering your vision, being in your creative energy. And this is what creates that sense of magic. Uh so this is the divine Yes. Okay. <laughs> I also feel like I'm going to be a millionaire. It's a pretty good feeling. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So which elements of the divine feminine do you need to tap into more? This is just a question for anybody that's resonated with that portion of the one of the two categories, right? What are the elements that we've just gone over in the divine feminine energy that you feel you might need to tap into more? If you feel called to, you can go ahead and write those down in your notebook. If it is um, something that you want to keep track of or take note of, lots of you are saying receiving, prioritizing pleasure, boundaries, trust. Okay. Beautiful. Now the other, the other one, the second one is this feeling of like, I don't really know what I want yet, right? I'm waiting to be more certain or to have more clarity around the goals or what I want or where I'm going before I can really like do anything. So you kind of feel like I can't do anything yet, you know, like I, I what am I supposed to do? I, I, I can't really do anything yet. If it's meant to be, it'll be right. And you are maybe more in the flow of like, it'll be fine. Everything will work out. <laughs> I'm trusting it, but you're not really doing much about it. Yeah. Or you're maybe you're not even um, requiring yourself to get clear about what it is you're trying to create and actually buckle down and do something about it. So maybe you're more connected to this feminine side of flow, but you're not really in that masculine energy of like, okay, now let's do something about it. Let's make a plan, right? Let's get going. Let's invest in that thing. Let's do that, you know, schedule that, do this, like change jobs, like whatever, right? Let's actually do the damn thing. You're just kind of waiting still. So this is where the divine masculine comes into play. And this is that logical, assertive, proactive energy, thinking ahead, planning ahead, you know, creating a, creating a timeline or a, uh, an action list or a to-do list. <laughs> to-do lists are very highly masculine. Um, taking risks, being able to jump before you're ready and be like, fuck it, I'm going to go. Yeah, I'm going to do that thing. I don't know how I'm going to make it work, but like, let's go, right? I'm ready to, to get the ball rolling. Um, having a little bit more discipline and structure, strong boundaries with your energy and your time and your work and your friends, uh, being focused and strategic in moving towards the things that you're trying to cultivate. And this is the energy of doing rather than being, right? So there's a place for both of these. Yeah. What we want to really create is the balance. It's not about being one or the other. We, we all have both, but most of us are to some degree imbalanced. We, we lean heavily in one direction over the other. And so this is really about integrating the piece that you feel like is the missing element for you, whether it's the feminine or the masculine, so that we can create more balance in our energy and, and, and a sense of harmony. So if you've resonated with, with this side of things, with this masculine side of things, the question for you is which elements of that do you need to tap into more, right? Which elements of the divine masculine do you need to tap into more? whether it's like action, discipline, structure, um, any of those things, definitely taking risks. Yeah. <laughs> I did a whole podcast on taking risks. So if you guys need a fire under your bum, <laughs> there is a podcast episode about that. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Lots of taking risks. Okay. So 
how do we become magnetic, right? You can see you've got the yin and the yang there. And that's this idea of bringing those two energies into harmony, right? Into balance. So these are like the main things that I focus on in my work and with my clients around creating this energy of magnetism is rewiring the subconscious beliefs, raising your personal vibration, repairing your relationship to money, establishing new habits and routines in your life, setting boundaries or letting go of relationships that no longer serve you and your highest good. And like we just talked about balancing these masculine and feminine energies when it comes to your goals and your manifestations. Five ways to tap into the frequency of wealth. The first way is to watch your language around money. Things like, I can't afford that. Everything is so expensive here. I'm so broke. Ha ha ha. Making jokes about not having money or not being able to afford things. Saying things like, I suck at saving money or I don't know how to invest or any of those things, right? So really starting to become ultra conscious of your language and the way that you speak about money and prices, when you're buying things, when you're paying for things, when you're having conversations that involve the prices of things with friends, you know, just starting to be a little bit more mindful around the way you speak when it comes to money. This is really, really important. The second one is to start to reframe low vibe payments. Or, I mean, we can reframe all kinds of payments, but reframing low vibe payments is going to be powerful. So these are things like the things that like aren't ever going to be really super exciting for us to pay for, right? Our bills, <laughs> groceries, any fines or fees or taxes or things like that, right? That shit's not fun, right? Like no one wants to pay for those things. So how can we look at that differently so that we're not spending in a sort of negative energy with these low vibe payments? So um, I wish I could remember where I heard this from. Maybe it was Kate Northrup. I don't fully remember. I wish I could credit, but I can't. But when you're paying for something that you've already received, like you've lived in your house for the past month, so now you must pay your rent. You've utilized electricity and light and water, so now you must pay on it, right? These you can think of as blessings already received. These are blessings that you've already been given, that you've already been able to enjoy and absorb and have in your life. And now it's time to pay for them. So thinking of it that way. Also, something that I like to teach is thinking about where your money is going when you're paying for something. So if you're paying for groceries, for example, and you're like, oh my gosh, $300, like, geez, you know, what I could do with this if I didn't have to spend it on these groceries. But let's think about where that money is going. And it doesn't matter uh, if we're inventing where it's going, because either way, we are assuming, right? So if you're like, oh, it's going to this big corporation, <laughs> and you're like feeling all negative about it, that's an assumption that you're making. That's a choice that you're making. So on the same um, on the other other side of the coin, we can just make an assumption that it's going to somewhere really great. So let's think about what that money does, right? Yeah, maybe it goes to this big company, but then that company has to pay all those employees. And so maybe this is helping someone who really needs it be able to feed their family or pay their bills for the month or, you know, buy the formula that their baby needs or, you know, take care of themselves and have healthcare because they work for this company, right? So think about where is my money going and how could I choose to visualize it going to a positive place and it being a contribution to the overall like wellness and prosperity of the world and the economy. That's a really simple reframe that's like, yes, I love spending $300 on groceries because I get to support people in my community. And also thinking about how is it serving me, whatever you're buying or purchasing that may be like a pain for you to spend money on. It's like, okay, well, how is this serving me, right? What am I getting out of it? Yeah. If you are bummed about paying your bills, it's like, oh, well, I get to access the internet and that allows me to listen to the podcasts I love and stream the music that I love and watch the Netflix shows that I love and, you know, connect with cool people online and, you know, work from home and do all these other things. Like just thinking about how is this actually serving me so that it's not a pain for me to pay for it. And when all else fails, if it's like a really stupid thing, like a parking ticket and you're like, honestly, <laughs> I don't know how to reframe this because it just sucks. <laughs> it's like, 
then we just go to every dollar I spend comes back to me multiplied. Okay. So if it's a hundred dollar parking ticket, you're like sick. <laughs> every dollar I spend comes back to me multiplied. Can't wait to get this thousand, ten thousand, hundred thousand dollars back. Let's go baby. <laughs> and that's, we'll just leave it up to that one when all else fails. The third one is to start to transition from if to when thinking. So, you know, things like if I have enough money, then I'll whatever, I'll invest in myself, I'll do this thing, I'll go to this place, I'll travel here, I'll do that, right? If I can save X amount, then I'll whatever. If my business is successful, if I make six figures, if I become a millionaire, right? We wanna transition all these if statements that we have going on in our mind to when statements, because that creates a level of knowing, a level of belief, right? When I have this money, I am going to blank. When my business is successful, when I am a millionaire, right? We go from, oh, it's out of my hands. It's up to somebody else. If, if, if to no, I know that it's coming. So when, yeah, that's a really simple one. The fourth one is to pay people how you want to be paid. This one has been super powerful in my life. And I talked about this on one of the money podcasts as well. But when I decided to pay for my business uh, mastermind that I'm in this year, which was a very large investment, it was like I almost pooped myself having to pay for it in full. But I was like, you know what, this is going to make me feel really freaking abundant, just like on fire. If I'm like, let's go $20,000. <laughs> just like do it <laughs> just hit the button press go like see what happens yeah so I thought about doing the payment plan and then ultimately I decided you know what fuck it I'm gonna pay in full I like to be paid in full I get to save money by paying in full I'm gonna pay in full I paid in full and what happened was the next time that I launched a program almost every single person that signed up paid me in full which was very weird because there's always a handful of people that will pay in full, but most people like to pay on a payment plan. And so I really accredit this to the energy shift that I made when I said, hey, I'm going to stretch myself here and I'm going to pay people how I want to be paid. And that was reciprocated back to me. It was less than a month later after I did that, that all of these pay in full payments started to come through. So it really works and it doesn't have to be something as extreme as that, but you know, if you have a bill to pay or if you owe someone money, it's as simple as, you know, going out of your way to, to Venmo them or whatever your form of like sending money back and forth electronically is in your, in your country, PayPal, whatever, and just like do it the day of, right. Do it faster than you think they would expect you to, um, send it with like a cute little note, do it without them asking you, right? Without them saying, hey, um, you guys owe me $10 for drinks the other night or whatever. Like, don't wait for people to ask you, pay on time, pay in full, pay with a smile on your face, pay people with joy in your heart, be excited to make those payments by using the reframes that we kind of talked about. This one is really, really powerful. And the last one is to surround yourself with abundant thinkers, yeah? so. You got to set boundaries in your life with the people that aren't going to get it and just know that not everybody's going to get it. Not everybody's meant to get it. And that's not your job to make everybody get it. <laughs> it's your job to reserve your energy and be careful with who you share things with, right? So reserving money or business conversations or you know, conversations around your, your goals or your ideas or your manifestations or your practices with the people that are going to be supportive of you, right? Um, joining a community of like-minded thinkers and people who are doing these same things will be really helpful to, to make you feel like you're not crazy, even though there may be some people in your life who want to make you believe that you are. Um, only taking advice from your expanders. So expanders are those people that uh, they've created something that you would like to create. They're emulating a, a version of yourself that you want to step into. They have things that you would like to have. They have followed a similar path. They're in a place that you would like to be. They have an energy that you want to adopt, right? They expand your consciousness because they inspire you. So taking advice from those people and not from the other people in your life that are like, oh, that's pretty risky. How's that going to work? Is it really worth it? Why would you spend that much money on this, right? Those aren't the people that we take advice from. We take advice from our expanders. 
and getting in rooms, like I mentioned, with like-minded people. So there, we did a live in the Facebook group about getting in the game. What do you need to do to get in the game? How can you get in those spaces? What is it gonna take for you to get a seat at the table? Yeah, to surround yourself with these abundant like-minded thinkers. So before I started doing all of this stuff that we've been talking about today, all of this inner work, I was uninspired and drained from my job. I wanted to quit, well, I did quit. <laughs> Um, I was stuck in self-doubt and lack of direction. I didn't know where my life was going. I had no idea. I didn't know I was going to be a coach. People ask me that all the time. No fucking idea. I didn't even know coaching was a thing. I was like, what? <laughs> I didn't even know what that was. Okay. I had no idea. I just knew I hate this job that I'm in. I hate this teaching thing. Like got to get out. Yeah. I was stressing big time over my body image and low self-worth and, you know, trying to force myself into a smaller version that would make me feel better. I was always feeling like there was never enough in my bank account. Quite literally, there was, you know, not really ever enough in my bank account. And I was trying to find the answers and make progress and do all of this like on my own. I was consuming a lot, but I wasn't fully implementing, which again, we talked about this in the Facebook group. What's the difference between inspiration and implementation? I was being really inspired, but I wasn't fully implementing. So if you can relate, like, I just want you to know that change is totally possible. And I want to be an example of that because like I said, I didn't know where the heck I was going. And especially with everything that we're working on and the energy that we're sitting in today, knowing that your up level is truly right around the corner, but you're not going to be able to get there or cultivate it or create it by doing the same things, by staying where you are, by continuing in the same patterns, by you cannot can keep doing the same things and expect a different result. So, you know, we cannot become who we want by remaining what we are. And these are the main reasons why people don't achieve their goals, why they don't get the financial freedom or the abundance or the success or the feeling the sense of fulfillment is because they they have too many negative people in their life, which we talked about boundaries. Hello. Um, they have subconscious programming that's holding them back and they don't have enough support to help them take those risks and radically step outside of their comfort zone to make the necessary changes. A lot of you mentioned that you were lacking that masculine element of risk taking. So know that you're not alone. It's a really common reason why people don't achieve their goals. So right now, Things I'm guessing that you probably want out of your life is more confidence, self-love, and inner knowing, less fucks about what other people think of you or your ideas or your goals, less self-doubt and overthinking, believing that maybe, you know, oh, can I really do it? What are people going to think? Oh, can I? Should I? I don't know. Having an action plan for your goals better relationships, boundaries, and managing your triggers in your life, right? Thinking about that energy of who are you practicing to be? The mindset tools to attract money in abundance. And of course, manifesting your dream life and stepping into your next level self. You're tired of reading the books and listening to the podcast and watching the YouTube videos like we talked about all this inspiration and feeling really inspired, but not fully getting where you want to go. And you're ready for a system that's proven itself over and over again. So this is the exclusive offer I'm going to bring to you all. I want to show you some of the women that I've worked with. I've worked with hundreds of women at this point, but these, these are just a few of their beautiful shining faces of the women that I get to have in my community. And I love them all so dearly. Um, I wanted to share this because this happened just the other day, which was so cool. One of the girls who's in from Burnt Out to Badass right now just manifested $10,000. <laughs> so since we're on the abundance call, I was like, I have to share this. Very, very cool. Um, and then we've got Renee here who says there's no feeling that compares to the self-confidence and self-assurance I've gained. Natalie, another one who's currently in the program, just manifested $500 two job interviews that are moving on to the second stage, feeling happier and like she's back on track. Abby says, the things that Sam taught me helped me finally break out of my perfectionist procrastination pattern. This literally changed my life. So if you haven't guessed already, we're introducing From Burnt Out to Badass. The last round of the year is opening. So I wanted to give everybody who showed up on this call live today a very special offer in case it's something that you feel called towards. If not, that's totally fine, okay? So 
in order to be in this program, I just want to make a few things clear. You don't need to be spiritual. You don't need to be a business owner or an aspiring entrepreneur. You don't need to want to quit your job. Although if you do, there are lots of women who you'll find in there that are also in that space. Um, you don't need to have loads of free time and you don't even need to know exactly what you want yet. Cause we're going to work on that clarity piece together. So just a quick inside look at what it is. You're going to have an access to this online portal, but I want to make it clear that this is not a course. This is not something that you buy and that you just do by yourself. We're going to be coaching live every single month together. So you'll also get these 30 video trainings from me and a workbook with nine chapters and all these amazing weekly action steps and bonus masterclasses on money and self-love and advanced manifestation. You'll get all of my meditations, the whole library. Um, but you know, the main thing is this group coaching. So we meet twice a month on our coaching calls. We have live embodiment work for 60 minutes a month. And then we also have 90 minute Q and A's where you get to yeah, sit in small group and talk to me and ask me questions and figure out what's going on in your life and what you need help working through and moving through. Uh, we have epic guest experts that come in and they teach on astrology, human design, and so much more. I offer a optional past life regression session for all of the women that are inside the program. And you'll also have the opportunity to add one-on-one -on -one support with me once you're enrolled, if you choose to do so. And you get to be part of this amazing community, right? So getting in the room with these women, being in this sisterhood of like-minded people, there's a private group just for the women who are in your cohort of of the um, course. So just the women that are going through at the exact time as you. And of course, like our group calls where we connect and expand and share. So like, I can't say more good things about this program because it is my favorite thing that I offer. I'm obsessed with it. The results are fucking incredible. Like I feel so confident about this program because it's changed hundreds of people's lives at this point. So I'm not lying when I say literally every week I get messages, messages like these about people that are making more money, feeling better in their mental health, like setting boundaries, changing their lives, switching careers. Yeah. Like just so many up levels happen inside this program. It's really, 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 it is incredible. It's one of the things that I'm most proud of in my life. We've gone a little bit over per usual, <laughs> but thank you everybody who stayed until the end. I'm so grateful for everybody that showed up live here today and just spent the lion's gate with me. I love you all so much. I truly am sending each and every one of you all the good vibes and beautiful energy that I can muster. I really deep in my heart, hope and pray that you receive everything that you're desiring in this lifetime. I know that it is so possible as soon as you become available to it, if you're willing to do the work and show up and take the risks, it's there for you. It's waiting. You know, you could be two millimeters from the gold mine right now, but you need to keep digging. You got to keep going. You got to keep showing up for yourself, doing what's required of you. So thank you so, so much for coming. I love you all. I'm sending you so much love and I will talk to you soon. Bye.